Welcome to the Agile News. We are the hosts. I'm Shwe. And this is Ravi here. And we are conversing on everything that holds relevance to the Agile. Of course. <laughs> on that note, what are we talking about today in this episode, Shwe? Um, okay. This is another question that we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean by a fail sprint? Is there something called as a fail sprint? You know? Uh, so this scrum master wants to understand that his sprint was cancelled due to X Y Z reasons. Mm-hmm. Does that mean? Does that mean that the team has failed in, uh, or was there a sprint failure? Okay. Okay. So let's talk about that. I don't. I don't think this is a topic that is discussed very often, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not sure if sprint cancellation equals a failed sprint. So. I'd hmm. like to discuss that hmm. a bit hmm. more. Yeah, we can do that. See, I think the, yeah. the first thing that strikes me is uh, the fact this failed sprint as a as a term mm-hmm. um, is nowhere mentioned in Scrum or in the glossary for Scrum. If you search by definition, uh, there's no mm-hmm. there's no formal records saying that even let's call a sprint as a failure. Correct. But I, I think we can we can make it up. We can just give a face to it, borrowing some of the insights from what articles and blogs and, and podcasts we hear. Um, mm-hmm. See, uh, let's, let's talk about what a sprint does. A sprint is meant to be a time box within which mm-hmm. you focus, in, focus on delivering value to the customer. Right? Correct. Now, mm-hmm. flip it other way around. What if you you drive scrum or run a sprint uh, focusing on a lot of outputs activities and so on but the expected outcomes doesn't come or it's, okay. it's not it's not satisfactory or it's not meeting that mm-hmm. level of satisfaction mm-hmm. um, in those cases i would i would take a very subtle connect to this term called fail sprint even again i i, I don't i don't think Using a term as good as a failed sprint uh, is a very welcoming sign. I think it, it, it's it's a very hostile term, right? But to use a term exactly. called failed very sprint, negative connotation uh, attached uh, to it. Uh, yeah. Uh. So just giving just giving a very vague connect to it. I think uh, no mm-hmm. harm uh, in in trying to define it how it might look. But again, mm-hmm. um, I haven't I haven't seen like how you said failed sprint used in a very constructive manner. It is very uh, demotivating, um, bringing the developers down on their morale, uh, and mm-hmm. also not making them feel good about what has happened in the in the two weeks, mm-hmm. and two weeks or three weeks or even whatever four weeks for the matter of, compared to a traditional timeline that we had is far lesser, and all that we're doing here is just pivoting for the time frame to see what best we can learn by doing the minimum thing. And that is the minimum you do to discover about what a customer really wants. And that yields an, an unsatisfactory outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, calling that a faili- fail sprint is a very tough verdict mm-hmm. to give. And Exactly. Again, uh, I mean, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It, yeah, just something that, see, irrespective of how the sprint is, right? Whether mm. it's good or it's extremely challenging, there's always something to learn. True. Right. You always inspect uh, how the sprint went with respect to people, processes, your definition mm-hmm. of done. Right. Mm-hmm. And you adapt. Mm-hmm. 
So there is learning involved always, right? Uh, maybe the sprint is not valuable if you did not, let's say, meet your definition of done. If your product owner is not satisfied, right? If he was expecting something and uh, it did not deliver as per expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Or there was no return on, I mean, or there's no value delivered in that sprint, right? But mm-hmm. there is still some learning for you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, I won't call it a fail sprint, but rather a sprint where you actually learn, learn, right? It teaches you something, teaches you a lesson, hmm. right? Hmm. Even if you cancel a sprint, right? It may be canceled for whatever reason, not necessarily uh, you not meeting the sprint goal. Let's say you've met your sprint goal, but you're out of funding, right? Or the company has moved in a totally different direction or the market has changed such that Whatever work you're working, whatever work the project, the scrum team is currently working on, does not make sense to continue it further, right? Hmm. So that hmm. won't make it a failure, right? It it will True. still not be a failed sprint. Hmm. 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 True. True. Again, I'm just thinking um, loud on the place where you started. Like, who calls it a failure? That's another big debate. Now, if you Correct. remember reading the the 2020 version of the scrum guide. There are two mm-hmm. powerful uh, statements. It says the scrum team, it's not the product owner or, or it's not the developers, where, a, uh, where mm-hmm. a product owner could can put the blame on the developers. Instead, it says the scrum team is responsible for all the product-related activities from right from stakeholder collaboration, verification, maintenance, operation, experimentation, and so on. And it also mm-hmm. says, the next line, the entire scrum team, I repeat, the entire scrum team is accountable for creating a valuable, useful increment every sprint. Now, mm-hmm. what if what if a product owner takes a very safe um, uh, position and and tries to blame the developers on for the fact that they didn't deliver value? I Correct. think the okay. fundamental construct of how this team is positioned itself is mm-hmm. wrong, right? Now, you it's still us us versus them. Like product owner says, I come from business and I'm above you and. I don't take the responsibility when something goes wrong and I put the blame on you. And the developer says, it's not our fault. We built what you asked for and what you asked for is completely crappy. So you take the responsibility of, or you stay a- a- accountable for it. But you read mm-hmm. the scrum guide, it's, it's very clear. It's, it's a collective responsibility of it. And accountability is shared. Like the, the entire scrum team is accountable for creating a valuable, useful increment. Now, mm-hmm. if it is no one particular accountability within scrum, which is, using this term called fail sprint. And if Mm -hmm. it is coming from outside, I think it is much more dangerous. What if a management guy or what if a stakeholder, what if a a business person or what if leader within an organization wants to use this term or give give a tag to to that one scrum team or one particular sprint as a fail sprint. I think Mm -hmm. there's a lot more work a scrum master has to do. Like challenge them, challenge a belief, help them come out of this mindset of thinking something as a success and failure that you can measure so easily and i think it is it is essential now scrum master should should stand up much more courageously be be open and mm-hmm. clarify some of their assumptions they have in mind as leaders what they think of a sprint being successful or a sprint being a failure more yeah. more more work and responsibilities on the shoulder of the scrum master in this scenario what do you think yeah yeah makes sense actually Come to think of it, right, Ravi, Scrum is an empirical process, right? Mm. Each sprint is an experiment. Mm. You learn something, you either continue with things as is if things are going well for you or you pivot, correct? Mm. Mm. Now, 
if you consider that sprint to be a, a project or you know a sprint is basically uh, for you to meet the time cost and scope aspects only you come from a very project management oriented uh, um, approach right mm -hmm. that is when you start categorizing things as a failure or as a success right mm -hmm. that's true when that's you true. are yeah when you are experimenting it's all about figuring out what works for you right and uh, inspecting and adapting if you're not doing that as a scrum team rather your focus is on uh, have you checked all the stories in the sprint backlog uh, your forecast is taken as a commitment right mm -hmm. maybe if you do that then you will have people categorizing a sprint as a success or a failure without even uh, you know talking about the value delivered as an aspect right that is not considered right? mm -hmm. if you've not met the sprint goal or if you have not uh, uh, manage to complete all the stories that you initially agreed on, then it's a failure. Then it's a failed sprint. Okay. Hmm. That hmm. is what gives it a very negative connotation. We are not really thinking about this sprint as an experiment where we actually get to learn something new about the product, about ourselves as a team, right? Hmm. Uh, hmm. That, that, that is when I think this whole uh, failed sprint probably originates from. Hmm. 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 See, in, in fact, when uh, I'm, I'm, I, was, I was just thinking loud about um, this term experiment. When you run an experiment, even in your school, college days in the lab, mm -hmm. you use something as inputs and also you expect something to come as output. Output as in Correct. a solution turning green, solution turning blue and so on. But mm -hmm. because it is an experiment, experiment, all that is made very certain in this process is that you, you will learn. Mm -hmm. Nothing is made certain. No one, no one was very clear saying that when you, when you just take 2 ml of this and 3 ml of this at the very first time. Later, it could have been a very predictable, repeatable step. So you get that in your chemistry book. But think of when you initially perform it as an experiment and no one knows anything about it. Mm -hmm. So what was made very certain in this case is not, is not that you, you will get that desired output or desired outcome. What was made very certain is end of an experiment, like how you mentioned, there is definitely mm -hmm. an opportunity for learning. Correct. Which is which is given that you you are going to leave this room, end of two weeks mm -hmm. or end of three weeks or two one week or four weeks, with the learning, and what that learning is going to help you with, what that learning is all about is uncertain because we don't know. Like how you said, mm -hmm. an experiment might yield something which you really want to take it forward. Our experiment might also say stop it immediately. That's Correct. the only certain thing here. So mm -hmm. I think somewhere. The boundary of what is certain and what is uncertain is very, very, very uh, unclear for people involved in Scrum. They think every moving part is fixed, mm -hmm. which is wrong. There are moving parts and you acknowledge the fact that you cannot stop them from moving. It keeps moving mm -hmm. because it's bound to move. Those moving parts is what you, you learn. So what is made certain is learning. What is made uncertain is the fact that you cannot control every, every element that is involved in that learning. It, it yeah. stays uncertain. It stays unknown. You better embrace it. Accept the fact that you cannot. I think only when you do that, um, like how you said, a cancel sprint is a cancel sprint. There's nothing like you mm -hmm. want to add any, any masala to it. There's nothing like you want to call <laughs> that a failed sprint or in, or an unsuccessful sprint. No, a cancel remains canceled. And, Correct. And I think they made a very wise decision in the 2020 guide by removing the big text paragraph. For a simple reason, you and me can be very vulnerable in this call. How many times you've mm -hmm. seen a sprint got cancelled? Hardly once. 
Very. I, I, in fact, I've never seen a sprint getting cancelled. So I, think, I think those guys took a very, very clear um, uh, intellectual step, right? A more intelligent uh, approach to remove something which is seldom seen. Why do you have to keep a long passage of how to handle the cancel sprint when most of them give a impression as if they are seeing cancellation every other day? No, hardly we see, you see once or never. If that is the case, why you need half a page in a scrum guide to talk about something which seldom occurs? Instead, let's let's remove them and make it a lot, lot more leaner and meaningful. Mm-hmm. And I think that should have been what or what 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 would have run in the mind when they made a decision. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I was just. I was just thinking about the last podcast, you know, where we spoke about, uh, you know, retrospectives not resulting, not yielding in any action item or mm-hmm. you're working as a zombie team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there is nothing, you don't feel the need to improve. It's just very mechanical, right? Mm-hmm. Just think about such a scrum team. Let's say this team is uh, achieving its sprint goal, right? They mm-hmm. they are achieving whatever they had forecasted, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't have stakeholders, uh, actively participating they don't have feedback from them mm-hmm. they're not retrospecting enough mm-hmm. right would you call such a team successful no let's say the product owner mm-hmm. is not mm-hmm. happy with whatever uh, is the outcome of the sprint but he's just going along with it because there's a lot of pressure from the management right mm-hmm. and you're slowly inching towards whatever it is you're supposed to uh, deliver but mm-hmm. the quality is substandard right there is mm-hmm. no active discussion about value delivery or you know how do we make our customer happy right mm-hmm. how do we should we collaborate better should we get the feedback when this discussion is not happening i wouldn't call those prints successful uh, either right mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, work yeah but there is always learning right if you realize that you're working in such a manner and you really want to uh, make a change and make some difference and you know initiate or get that spark then there is you doing something nice right towards that so yeah perfect, perfect. that's that's very well said at the same time we don't want even call that as a failed sprint right yeah it's not a failed uh, sprint because uh, you 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 eventually realize that there is something or the other that has to come out of it correct 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 well said very well said because everything is a learning right when when you when you when you eat less and walk more and some sometime you run into a low sugar and that that brings you on a fainting situation and you take some pills and get get back to normalcy that taught you a lesson that you have to take in at least enough food other way around <laughs> what if you consume too much and also because of which when you try to walk one day the sugar levels have sh- sh- shooting up it has gone the other way around it's increased mm-hmm. dramatically and so you again faint and fall down and unconsciously the doctor says now you have to stop taking a lot of sugar content as in sugar as in not in not the sugar, but high, high sugar fat content. That also teaches mm-hmm. you a lesson, right? That you shouldn't take more than what your body asks for. So now, Correct. most valuable thing is a lesson. It's not, it's not about whether you fell because of low sugar, high sugar. So I think I think that's <laughs> that's more important. And 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 this listener who had this question in mind, I think he or she goes back with a with a clarity on his on this question that there is nothing called a failed sprint because. Using exactly. a term failure itself is confining, saying that you you have become unsuccessful completely. Like there's nothing. Failure is a is, is a state you put them on, saying that a failed is failed. And I I don't think it is such a hard decisions they make for two weeks, which is which sounds very mm-hmm. oxymoron, right? For two weeks, what dramatic decisions you make in an organization, <laughs> given given seven or eight of them working for less than eight hours per day. 
So think of the kind of uh, the learning you have make. The think of the kind of knowing you you try to do in terms of want to know more about the customer, want to know more about their intentions, want to know more about their process, want to know more about their um, let's say expectations, and all that we are trying to make as as a progress is getting closer to them, so that we we stay more uh, relevant and we hence become faster faster is not as in doing more but faster as in doing what is essential what is needed in this process you definitely learn through mistakes and those mistakes are just part of the learning it's going to get bundled into learning and calling that a failed sprint or taking a failed sprint to a cancel sprint cancel is cancel again mm-hmm. again to to a question that i want to ask to you and also to myself is how often we see sprints getting cancelled even that is very less hardly you, like funding issues change in business decisions organization making a huge uh, revamp on the product lines and and uh, and trying to merge and and trying to acquire a lot of new stuff how often we get through this kind of a trauma it's very less so i think right. even cancellation is very very rare but cancellation very rare yeah cancelled is cancelled just just as in look through the backlog sprint backlog and see what you can accept if you are a product owner having interaction with the developers and what you can't expect uh, accept and then revisit it by sizing them and pushing it back to product backlog let it fight it the order come along the, uh, in the in order but there's nothing more to worry about how you want to tag it how you want to call it like i've seen people removing that number saying that after sprint 7 it's only sprint 9 like, what happened to 8 8 is a failed sprint we would, we don't want to have that number i said no that, it's not that that dramatic that's the fact that it, it didn't meet the expected outcomes you want to learn through that pivot it and see what what better you want to try or what is it one thing you want to improve upon in the next sprint and keep moving on That's exactly it. anything else learn learn mm. and unlearn yeah yeah that's true learn no, and unlearn no no i think i think i think we've covered it pretty much and shared whatever we had mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. topic yeah. very controversial topic but yes <laughs> <laughs> okay let me quickly jump to socials part have a feedback um, questions or thoughts or insights um, to share check our show notes for our linkedin profiles you can connect through linkedin and share our uh, feedback using the message option or you can um, drop us a note at agilenewspodcast@gmail.com we are happy to respond to your feedback pay attention to the to the pointers that you have until next time with an interesting question or a topic that we want to pay attention to in this conversation keep listening to our podcast um spread the word about agile muse and encourage your colleagues and friends to listen and and know more about agile and keep scrumming <laughs>